0: Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Earl Grey. I'm Sam Wan and every week I sit down with everyday people and we talk about everyday things. We explore interesting stories, sad moments and delve into thoughts and feelings that affect us all. We laugh, we cry and we remember. All the while asking what we can learn from one another. Today I have Wellen with me and we're going to talk about being an outdoor educator and then working in an aged care facility, uh, dealing with dementia and not fitting in to society. So sit back and grab your favourite beverage as we have a conversation with Earl Grey. Wellen, that's a really interesting name. Wellen uh, is a housemate of one of my really good friends. And what does Wellen mean again? It's German. It's German. You're right, Sam. um, It means waves. And why did your parents name you Wellen? Well, it wasn't my parents who named me, apparently. Oh. Apparently, my brother did. And it was just something that sounded close to my Chinese name. Oh, okay. And what's your your brother's name again? His name's Frank. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Wellen and Frank. That's right. There you go, Frank and Wellen. It could be like a clothing brand, nearly. I don't know. Well, yeah, I feel like neither can stand alone. It has to be Frank and Wellen, but not Frank or Wellen. Yeah, I can just imagine like a little diamond and then Frank and Wellen in there. Are you sure you're in the right, um, (laughs) the right job? You know, I can, I am, I am a jack of all trades, but master (laughs) of none. Um anyway well and you are a outdoor educator um that's not my title but yes in the real world i guess that would be what i'd be classed as yeah and especially in this covid period Mm. i'm guessing there's not a lot of outdoor educating happening not at all so what do you do with yourself yeah yeah good question so my organization crew have um kind of liaised with another company and we've kind of just gone into the healthcare sector, really. Right. And so right. a lot of us have just kind of gone streamlined into healthcare, really. And what sort of healthcare are you doing? Yeah, so aged care in particular. Yeah. We've just been doing some caring roles and any yeah. sort of role that this particular company has put us. To. How have you found that? Moving from, mm. you know, looking after these young tykes who are wanting to <laughs> abseil and climb and do the leap of faith mm. to... Young at heart, Tykes, who are less able to jump off. Uh, <laughs> well, th- their heart is there. They, they want to do similar things, obviously limiting their physical capabilities. But no, it's been great. And I think it's, it's different for me because I've had a nursing background. Right. So coming back into this was a bit of like a, a taste of what was once before. Yeah. Um, but it's been really interesting. And I've kind of grown in appreciation more so for um, aged care in particular because it is taxing. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what are some joys mm. and what are some challenges of aged care? Yeah, definitely. So some joys definitely would be spending time with the, the, the elderly. A lot of them, especially in this period, have been in homes where visitors can't visit. And that obviously means a lot of um, mental health, um, I guess, collapses really for them. And so spending time with them, hearing their story, um, playing games with them, Mm. Um, and whatnot has been a big joy for most of us and myself in particular um but a challenge would be also especially with the dementia and so for those who don't know what dementia is it's where they start i mean it looks different for everyone but essentially their cognitive um abilities yeah, yeah 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 kind of fall off and they start to lose their memory and sense of who they are yeah um and so that's a big challenge. Knowing how to navigate that space, yeah. know how to care for them, um, as a lot of them can't speak. And yeah, yeah. What are some practical ways that care for dementia patients look like? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it the, the reality with dementia is that every, it looks different in every single person, mm. and so aged care really focused around the patient as opposed to a set of practices. So honestly, it can look differently to from from helping them shower, like, um, move, eat, feed, um, to just simply just sharing a story and listening to them, even though they repeat themselves. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because, um, both my, uh, grandmas have Mm. had dementia. Um, and it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? Yes. And you can imagine why. And it's not, what do you what do you call it? And it's not excusable, but you can imagine why people don't visit mm. people with dementia, yes. Yes. because you just want to have your memories of that person intact. In, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. I imagine it'd be very hard for family, yeah, seeing yeah, seeing who this person once was and now they've yeah kind of slipped into. Something. But it's so necessary as well. Mm. Um, with, yeah. I've heard of um, uh, music makes memory, which is like a. Ooh, yeah. a Uh, scheme in the US I think where uh, they play music in order to uh, bring out memories of dementia patients yeah it's funny you mentioned that yeah 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 Yeah, just yesterday actually I had this lady who's blind and has difficulty hearing but quite late in a stage of dementia and for some reason she started singing um, singing in the rain. But she doesn't speak she doesn't say much else. And so she has difficulty like understanding conversation. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. have any sort of conversation. But she starts singing. Yeah, and you're yeah. right. Music somehow brings yeah. that a lot. There's this beautiful video online with um, with this African American bloke who mm. just who's who's nearly in this vegetative state. Yes. And you see them and it's so sad, but then music is played and he suddenly starts talking. He suddenly starts singing, Mm. he suddenly starts to dance Mm. and he tells you about his life experiences. Um, So it's as if music kind of unlocks some kind of neural pathway. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems to be one of the more common ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So tell me, you're an outdoor educator. You use games in a way to build learning. What's that like? It's great. I mean, who doesn't enjoy spending time doing an activity to learn things? I think a lot of us obviously have been through the schooling system and it's quite um, streamlined for certain people. And so games um, just seem to be a really great avenue for people who don't really work well in that environment to engage and develop these skills and and memories, really. Yeah. Uh, What sort of... Normally, what sort of games do you play? Yeah, yeah. So we love to do initiative-based activities. So meaning um, where they would work in teams and they would actually have to think outside the box and try to figure out a problem, like problem-solve essentially. Yeah. Um, And essentially, that's really it. And obviously, it looks way more complex than that. In some cases So I remember Like say The floor is lava And you've got chairs And you have to get From one side of the hall To the other side Exactly Yeah, so that's a I've, I've personally Never played that game But I <laughs> quite, quite fun. Yeah. Um, Or What's What's the other one That that um, We did Uh you have to build a bridge or something. Oh, so you, have many, to, yeah. you have to put blocks together. The reality is a lot of these games have a similar base. It's like you have to get from A to B with such and such. And they often have to build with the team. And the, the hardest part about these games, honestly, is working together. Yeah. Because we have such a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I I know I've got a friend who said there were some initial work interviews, uh, job interviews, where they get all the interviewees together. Mm. And they have to do a particular task. Right. And they just sit there and they watch and see who fulfills which role. Right, And yes. so the next mm. certain criteria that is unknown. Mm. And then they select the next person for the next round. Yes, we do that actually quite often as well. Because of people who seem to box themselves in as to, wow. to play one certain role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. That. Is it true that... um. ASIO has agents in the <laughs> in your, is, in your camps? We don't talk about that. Because <laughs> I remember in year seven, yep. one of the blokes said to me, I went to a, I can't remember which camp it was, mm. um, it was a, ch- a school camp, and they said, oh, one of us is an ASIO recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> And for the life of me, I actually thought that was true. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually thought that we were all under the scrutiny of the Australian government. Well, it's funny you, you remember those kind of things, right? <laughs> well, not that I've heard of, but yeah. But it's yeah, so strangely enough, um, Wellen, uh, we haven't talked about... You're what? actually Asian-Australian. I am. And uh, looking at the name and the job... Yeah. It's not a very Asian Australian thing, but you were just telling me earlier that you weren't. You're not a very Asian Australian. You don't fit. Mm. Yeah, so yeah it's not a little at all. Bit about that. Yeah, it, it's interesting because I've somehow fallen into a space where yeah, I wouldn't quite identify with either. Really, I just kind of fall into this in between section where you kind of have to navigate things where you don't identify. Fan- you, you can't identify with either group. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are you first gen or second gen? To be honest, i have never actually. I don't actually know what that means. Did you come to Australia or were you born in Australia? I was born here. I was. So you're second gen. I'm second gen. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, your parents were from. Um, Look, we'll say China. China um, roots and some weird. I can't quite tell. Okay. okay. But That's, yes, Hong yeah. Kong, China. Hong Kong, China? Yes. And so, what? tell us a little bit about not fitting in the two yeah. cultures. Yeah. Do you speak Cantonese? I do, do you speak Cantonese, Cantonese and I understand basic Mandarin. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I just found it weird growing up, I, especially myself because I'm quite effeminate and I don't quite fit the norm in any sort of sense. Um, Did you say effeminate? Yes, effeminate. Oh, okay. People would would say so, very much so, me growing up in high school especially. I just had very different interests. Yeah, sure. And I didn't identify with the typical male, I guess, role in in any sort of friendship setting. Yeah. And so I spent a lot of time hanging out with females, but also hanging out with white people, Caucasians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if that was me trying to uh, distinguish myself as someone who was worth getting to know, uh, or, or me just trying to stand out because yeah. Asians were grouped in as one type of person. Yeah, 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 and Asians were that kind of nerd, mm. four unit math. Exactly. Uh, what is it? Uh, bio, chem, physics, chem, physics, or the yeah. e- economics, yeah, economics and <laughs> and business, <laughs> business studies, and yeah. physics. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting, and you've got. If you don't know Wellen, he's got long flowing black hair, which is tied up into a bun. What's that? Is that channeling some sort of... Um, I'm moving into stereotype yeah. land now. Some <laughs> sort of kung fu master? That's yeah, a good question. I honestly couldn't identify where the roots come from. Yeah. Like how much of that is because of me trying to stand out or how much of that is because I just can't really cut my hair. And, and you can't... Root- can't measure it. Really. It's very strange. Like, the roots of things are very mm. hard. Yeah. It's where a, bit of a one... wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, I want to just go back to when we were talking about games. Yes. You, you play a lot of games with young people, but sure. now you talked about playing games with elderly. Yes. Have you applied what you've done in the outdoor setting with the elderly, like oh, obviously yeah. you're not going to throw in a chair and say that the floor is lava no. and now go and break some hips. Be breaking more than hips. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, no, I haven't really made the, the, uh, the connection. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that once you get into this kind of space, everything kind of goes out the door. Right. I right. don't think it was... as in, in a, uh, an, a, Aged care facility in an aged care facility yeah I think dealing with edge the aged care is it's so different I, yeah. I don't think of it as like a here let me build this task for you I yeah not at all okay yeah yeah, yeah. Enough. maybe maybe some other people would yeah yeah because I, I know I've I've seen well it's it's shuffle board it might be a <laughs> a game but I've seen um a, a block with a lot of Handles and stuff. Sorry, door handles and, right. and knobs where yeah. it's to it's to teach arthritic fingers, but yeah. that's not really outdoor ed, is no, it? No, not particularly Yeah, but it's still like a, a game. Yes, of yeah, sorts, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I think a lot of like occupational therapists would focus yes. on trying yes. to manage those kind of yeah. skills. Maybe there is a job opportunity for an for a innovative outdoor educator in a age care facility. Yeah, for sure. Did you watch that um ABC episode, a uh, TV series about the young little kids, the kindergarten oh, kids? Oh, yes. Yeah, in, yeah. In, was it in Scandinavia? Yeah, but it, they did one in um in Australia. The Life of four or something. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Did you watch that? I uh, no, I've seen Snippets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it's so interesting, isn't it, to bridge that, and mm. to allow... Because um... it was that show with um, an aged care facility paired with a preschool. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's one. So that's one. Yeah. It's funny how the kids brought up such different behaviours in the elderly yes. and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. the dynamic between those two. Yeah. yeah. That's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about... You, you were telling me a little bit about your personality, how it kind of... You're a kind of an extrovert, but you're not an extrovert. Mm. You're kind of an introvert, but you're not an introvert. I wonder whether you're sitting in the middle of the scale. Mm. And for some of us, that's that's truly is the case where we kind of don't fit in the Mm. labels. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Just for some context, I think it might be helpful to say this might be common for Asian Australians in general because I think with first-generation parents they have expectations that maybe the Western world doesn't identify with. right? And obviously growing in the Western world and in Australia, you see this disconnect between what is at home, but then what is um, uh, at school and, and within our society. Yeah. And so for me, um, that is, I feel like has influenced the way that I've, um, I guess, connected with people and how much of myself that I, I understand. And so talking about extrovertedness and introvertedness, a lot of myself feels like I need to be extroverted mm. to be to be seen, to be known, to be like, um, yeah, someone who is light, mm. and then mm. which is a very Western culture, exactly. isn't it? Right. But, but the Eastern culture is yeah. very reserved. reserved. when you're at home. And yeah, like yeah, just knowing thyself, right? Um, and so there's periods and months where I'll just kind of be all at one, all at the other, and it seems it, it's pretty exhausting for myself. And a lot of it just comes back down to, and I still haven't navigated this fully myself. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to see whether I am just someone who I think is extroverted or introverted. I, just, I, on, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I've never really connected that between the uh, extrovert introvert with the Asian Australian. Yeah. yeah um experience well sam i feel like a lot of things are intertwined right yeah, yeah I, I guess understand. so like just like twinings is intertwined As that was very <laughs> lame we are drinking Earl Grey mm. at the moment mm. um so i'm to say i'm cheating on you because i'm actually having an english breakfast uh, and it's in the afternoon it is that's a that's a shame so tell me yes you're a christian yes yeah is god an outdoor educator Oh, Sam, he is the biggest outdoor educator. What do you, what, how did, yeah, tell us about Jeez. that. Well, when you look outside, you think, to anyone, regardless of whether you're a Christian or not, you look outside and you think to yourself, geez, this is awesome. And God reveals so much about who he is through his creation. Like you look outside with the trees, no one leaf is the same. Yeah. It yeah, kind of yeah. gives you an idea of how big God is. Yeah. Look at the grains of sand. There's so many grains of sand. You, you can't count them, but it, if he's putting that much detail into sand, like how much more does he care about me? But then you look into the Bible. There's so much about um, what he reveals and, and and the connectedness between us as humans and the land. Mm. So, mm. oh, there's so much there. Yeah, and is God a master gamer? Master gamer. You know, you're yeah. an out. Ag- you know, yeah. is, does he? Okay. Does he? think of it in, in that way not not in the sense that he plays dice no 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 he No, didn't roll but away. um but is he this this master gamer that is trying to teach us something in life it's a really interesting analogy um yeah for sure
1: a, a game-, game master
0: not a master gamer a game master a game master well, well i mean in the in the secular sense a game master controls everything so in a sense yes um but i i would say so because often we only if we, if you have any sort of experience outdoors doing any sort of kind of thrilling activity, you would know that your fear is something that one you either tackle or you kind of like run away from. And I think God has revealed to me personally that so much of who I am through the activities that I do. And so I'm sure you can, and, and um, I'm sure you could t- take a lot more from that. But yeah, definitely, I think God reveals so much and teaches us so much, and actually. Um, gives us so much to play with in order to learn more about who he is but also those Mm. around us and ourselves Mm. it's like it's like the leap of faith oh yes yeah are you going to leap are you going to grab it Mm. um what else it's like teamwork right sometimes we get thrown into situations with people that are just oh yes grating on our nerves but then as the people of God, we've mm. got to solve this. We've got to work this out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I, of all people, I find it really hard to work with people. Yeah, why is that? I think my pride, my ego. I think I'm right. I think other people are wrong. I don't yeah. understand why people do the, way that, the things that they do. <laughs> and I don't, I don't understand why people can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In saying that, I'm not perfect. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember... I had a discussion with a group of I've now I'm now going to a um, mainly Anglo church and we had a discussion about how to cook rice. Oh dear. Um and I, and we were saying, well, yeah, there's there's two ways of cooking rice. You've got the um on the stovetop or you've got the um the rice cooker. Rice cooker. Right. But there's a third way apparently where you cook it like pasta. <laughs> Is that not the stovetop method? No, 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 no. Because you cook it with a lot of water and then you scoop it out, oh. or you drain it. And I'm going, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's and I know that's wrong. That's wrong. I know as as an Asian,
1: yeah. that
0: I can definitively say that's wrong. And you can taste the difference. I know, I know. It's like it's like dumplings or like yeah. actually no, it's not. It's like um, porridge. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you mean like Chinese porridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like Chinese oh, porridge. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. consistency, the... Oh. Yeah, it's like oh. splodgy, splodgy, or maybe the better one for our Anglo listeners, it's it's like potato mash that hasn't been mashed right up. Yes, that's a good one. That is good. Yeah. Or hash. But the thing is, I don't know if we'll ever find a perfect analogy for this one, because rice is so unique. Yes, true. You can't. True. Yes. yes, true. Don't like rice. The potatoes. Um, anyway, well, yes. Wellen, this has been a great time drinking Earl Grey and just having a laugh and having a banter with you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate good it. Night and, good night. and this has been conversations with Earl Grey with Wellen Foo. It's been a wonderful time with you. And playing us out is the Brahms classic. Guten Nacht. If you like our um, podcast, please subscribe and like us. And we are on iTunes as well. Conversations with Earl Grey. I'm looking forward to having another cover with you next time.